Welcome to The Bright-Eyed, a podcast dedicated toward empowering teens to make a difference. Each week, I interview inspiring teens from all over the world to help share their story and talk about important global issues. Tune in to start your week feeling a little more inspired and empowered to make a change. We are more than capable of changing our world for the better. Let's see who's rising to the occasion. I'm your host, Daisy No, and this is The Bright-Eyed. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of The Bright-Eyed. Today, my guest is Thunbi Jeff, a 13-year-old writer and poet based in India who combats stereotypes using the power of words. Her work has been published on a national and international level, and she's here to talk about her poems, as well as how you can have a voice through writing, too. Welcome to the show. It's so good to have you. Yeah, it's a pleasure to meet you, Daisy. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. Um, and uh, first off, I just kind of wanted to talk about what drew you to writing and poetry in particular. So there are a lot of different creative outlets. Um, I was wondering what made you connect with the writing the most? Uh, writing is something that isn't a, a work for me, like any other thing. So writing was the thing that I felt, uh, which I feel connected to. Right. I think that's so cool about the arts is uh, I think especially when you kind of like lose yourself in doing it and it doesn't feel like work. I think that's kind of a, a really important part. Um, and our, our this very next question is one that is actually submitted by a listener of the podcast. Um, and if anyone out there wants to get your question featured on the show, you can follow at the Bright Eye Pod on Instagram. Um, so Caleb from Los Angeles wants to know how you get your inspiration for your poems. So my inspiration for my poems are uh, usually I write many of my poems are like abstract but some of them are really about me and what I feel so all of them are about me as a person and about myself so uh, I just think about myself I keep myself as protagonist and then I think what I should write about about me, what I think that really connects to me, then I just start to write. Wow, that's I love what you just said, like making sure you're keeping yourself as like the protagonist. I think that's such a elegant way to put it. Um, and I think in your poems, that really shines through. Um, and then a similar question we have submitted from a listener. Um, Lasia wants to know if you get your writing ideas more from your creativity or from personal experience. Like one or two must be from personal experience, but I think most of them, everything I write is about a personal experience because writing is about uh, everything is a personal experience. Your thoughts are your personal opinions and experiences which you are framing into a next level of imagination, which I would like to call it. So you're just imagining some other character in your place uh it can be animals it can be a human it can be a creature whatever you like and you're just keep keeping them in your place so i think every poetry every piece is a like a personal experience but uh, it's the creativity that turns into that so the base is the uh, personal experience and then it's the creativity that you can take on 
Right. So it's kind of like that mix of both. So you start out with your personal experience and the the heart of the story is like your truth and your inner thoughts. And then you kind of like your delivery can be where your creativity flows. I think that's such a cool way to put poetry. Um, and speaking of which, I, I would love to actually talk about one of your poems and discuss the inspiration behind that one. Um, you have an awesome poem called Searching for Me, which I think has a very relevant message right now. Um, so could you share what that weird poem is about and what inspired you to write it? Searching for me was uh, about me. As I said, I kept the uh, protagonist um, myself. So the protagonist was me. So searching for me was all about what I felt. Uh, I was uh, not that good in any other activity. Then I uh, came across writing. So it just sort of happened. Uh, I never got to do put in a lot of effort for it. So that's what the poem is all about. That how I found myself and how I got, you know, uh, I was very in ease and comfort for what I was doing. And it wasn't like a work for me. Wow, that's amazing. Um, and, and when you were um, crafting this poem and talking about kind of like searching for the thing that uh, you felt like you were good at and confident in and that connected with you. Um, what advice would you give people who are also searching uh, just like you were maybe in your position? My advice would be that you should always keep faith in yourself no matter what else the other person thinks. Uh, you can think your own good. Uh, the other people also must be thinking good about you and that's so really nice. But you should keep thinking good about yourself. You should keep yourself really high in your eyes. And you should think you are the most best person you can be. And you should give your 100% in everything. And if you think, if the output is not coming yet, then you can always try for everything. Because writing sort of happened for me and uh, it's the best thing for me. So you should try at uh, everything and because there's no harm in auditioning, in, uh, you know, submitting anything. So you can always try. You might not know that it will be your career option. Yeah, I agree. And I think especially as young people, um, we're, we're kind of in that exploration stage, right? So the ability to be able to try different hobbies, try different passions. Um, I had no idea podcasting was for me until I started like a couple years ago, and I never would have imagined that for myself. So I can only imagine what that feeling was like finally finding something that you were passionate about and that, you know, we get to talk about on this podcast episode about. Um, and, and kind of talking, I, I see that maybe writing has uh, impacted your confidence in a very positive way. And um, it, I, it seems like it's really shaped your perception. So I was wondering if being a writer and a poet is, uh, particularly has altered your worldview and how you kind of interpret things. Yes, I mean, uh, surely many things have changed because when I'm writing something, I'm imagining my own thoughts and I'm carving them into words. So basically, when I'm seeing something, when I'm uh, seeing any picture or something, 
everything has hidden put in it. I love that. Um, I, that's that's such like a nice sentiment. I think that's very true. Everything does have poetry in it. Um, and I think that's just like the coolest part about like human creativity, right? Um, that we're able to see poetry in everything. So when I write, uh, how can I write? I need to read. So when I read, uh, then I learn new things. So everything has a very... It creates an opinion for me. I I like to create uh, an opinion for everything I see, a positive one. Then I uh, I analyze it. So that way I can just see it and analyze it. So we all have a way to look at it. Wow, that's amazing. Um, and so you, you kind of mentioned this, how you're forming opinions as you're looking at things um, that you interact with. Um, how has poetry given you a voice, um, especially seeing in some of your poems, you deal with a lot of uh, cool content matter that I think the world needs to hear. How has poetry given you that voice to talk about issues that you're passionate about? So poetry has given me that chance that stage to give me to voice my opinions in form of poetry and I think I was able to do it because I really felt like it uh, I can't write poetry until and unless I feel it so I felt it and I just write about it what I think really matters to me Right. I think poetry, it kind of like, it it feels very raw and authentic. Um, And you have to be really vulnerable in order to not only just write the poetry, but publish it, especially because it comes from such a place within you. Um, So for, and that goes with a lot of like the arts. So what kind of gave you the courage to publish your work and to start sharing? Because that that does take a lot of courage. Um, And what advice would you give someone who is kind of afraid to share their writing? So the first time I shared my work, it was like an open platform. Uh, the site's name is Teen Inc. Where you can post your work and then it gets approved and you get badges. And my first poetry, uh, which I which got published, it was 2020 and it was about the pandemic and how 2021 can be a ray of hope. So it was 2021. And I did not know uh, until a month or so that it has uh, it had got the editor's choice badge. And when I saw it, I was uh, like very happy. Then it was uh, a boost because I just posted it uh, in a hope that it would get approved. And it got approved and it got the editor's badge, editor's choice. So I was really happy. Then I kept doing it. I kept posting my work. It's not like that all the uh, poetry, like all the pieces got uh, editor's choice choice badge. But yes, like some of them got them. So everything is a motivation that if I didn't get it, uh, I'll try again. Then I'll get it again. So I uh, searched about various places. And then I started at the very local level. Then I got to national, international, then I entered competitions. Wow, that's amazing. And and was it um, challenging for you to do that at first? Um, did you have any hesitation before you published your first poem? So I had the hesitation that 
when I'm posting something, I'm getting my piece is getting exposed to the outer world. So everybody can criticize it. Everybody can appreciate it. I mean, we are never afraid afraid of appreciation, but we are all are afraid of criticism, and so was I. Uh, and that that was the hesitation that somebody might comment uh, on it or somebody might troll the piece, but nothing really happened because you know poetry is like a very neglected thing. If you are doing it, you should do it on a very large level. Then it gets uh, recognition, but when you're doing it at a low level, uh, it doesn't get that much of a recognition. Like when you give it to the very uh, literally uh, literary magazines, and there, uh, there you can get recognition and all. So I never got into that. I first like the whole one year from twenty twenty one to uh, like six months. Uh, all I did was I did it on the local level, on the children's sites and all. So yeah, I mean hesitation was there uh, because of criticism. I was afraid of that. I was afraid of rejections. But then I got used to it because you need to get used to it. I, I get rejection emails every day, so it's not a problem. Right. Um. I, yeah. I. Th- I think when you when you see people who are out there either publishing their work or really doing anything, seeing anyone who's successful, I think it's so easy to be like, oh, it's probably so easy for them. You know, on social media, you see highlights. Um. But really, on the other end of it, there was a lot of no's that were said to them. There were a lot of obstacles, a lot of barriers, a lot of rejections, um, that we don't really share. So, um, I, I think it's it's cool. I I kind of really connected with that. Um. So thank you for sharing. Uh, for you, was there anything that has kind of helped you deal with that rejection? Uh, maybe for people who are feeling discouraged, um, what kind of motivated you to keep writing and keep sending to different publishing sites despite the rejection emails? So when I got first rejected, it was uh, like a magazine. Uh, then I got rejected and I was uh, very upset. But I got another rejection rejection email after that. So I got two. Then I got another rejection email three. Email three. It was the third one, which, uh, which I got. So my uh, the whole inbox, it was filled with rejection emails uh, and rather than the approval ones. So I didn't really care because I, I it was like, it was piling up, piling up, piling up. Then I thought like, it isn't really affecting me because they are rejecting me, some are accepting me. So that means my work is uh, nice, it's good, but we can't uh, like make everyone happy or uh, make uh, fulfill everybody's wish. But yet, I mean, yes, uh, I, I got rejected, so it was uh, sad. Then I... Uh, what I did was I used to write pieces and I used to keep them. I wouldn't publish them. I used to publish it to the site that used to accept me. Then later on, I got to, uh, then I got to know that one site, which was like really good. It was very, you know, uh, very famous and very high. Uh, I got accepted there. 
so that boosted my morale and i kept on uh, ascending to places even though i got rejected it didn't really matter to me because i got i got accepted in a place where it was really difficult to get accepted so i was uh, very happy about that but i was sad about the rejections at the same time but i was trying my best and i was writing because if i wouldn't write i wouldn't get accepted or rejected so i was losing at the same time so at least if i would have written something i used i would have got accepted or rejected but if i wouldn't write then nothing would happen so yes you should keep doing what you're good at and what you think you're good at because if you're not doing anything and you're giving up you're losing uh, on both hands you're neither getting the feedback or the criticism and now you're getting accepted anywhere where you can right it's like that whole notion where like the worst thing that could happen is they say no and i i think i can totally see that you have a lot of inner strength built um that has led you to be where you are now uh, and i think that's wonderful advice i would 100% agree i think there's like a huge value in just trying um cuz really the worst thing that can happen is that someone says no um and you can choose whether or not to listen to them so also filtering out through that criticism uh is there anything or any opportunities or chances that you've gotten since you've become a writer that you didn't have before um that you've kind of enjoyed so far so for example you can uh, take this interview if i wouldn't have written anything i wouldn't have uh, achieved something i wouldn't be able to come here i wouldn't be able to get my you know name uh, on sites uh, and on poetry like oh, i feel really pr- proud when i type my name on google and i uh, get the results so basically that's it uh, uh when you do something opportunities uh you get a lot of opportunities and yes. you need to make the best out of them because uh yeah that's awesome and i i'm so glad that you uh took that initiative and started publishing your work cuz i i get to talk to you and uh hopefully people listening i i'm sure there are a lot of writers who are tuning in who are connecting with things that you're saying and being inspired uh by the work that you've done already and one of our last questions is another listener submitted question from vidhi from india asking what advice would you give to someone who has just gotten into writing poetry so my advice to you would be that uh, you should be consistent uh, you shouldn't leave uh, in the middle and you shouldn't get uh, you know get mixed thoughts about the like if you're reading a poetry book you shouldn't try to copy them because if you're trying to copy them then the editor if you're trying to publish them the editor will get the you know instantly uh, he or she will get to know that yeah they are they are you know uh, they've copied somebody's style like when you're singing uh, the judge gets to know that you're copying someone's style it, it's exactly like it uh, but you should never copy anybody's else style and you should keep your own style and i used to like rhyming rhyming schemes so my poetry used to be a a a b b b 
so it was basically like that and i uh, i created my own style because i used to read those poems when i was a kid and i used to like them so i thought i would become a, chi- a children's author so uh, i kept that in mind and then i used to write those poems uh, and i didn't keep any role model while writing you should read poetry books but you shouldn't try and copy them because if you're copying them then you will lose the originality you know and it wouldn't be your own piece and when you look at it you will say yeah i mean you would know somewhere that you copied it and it, it would be kind of a, like a, a guilt there so don't do it and keep writing and i would say that uh, when you are starting to write poetry you should always keep uh, write on you know on paper rather than digital because when you seeing the screen your your thoughts are getting blocked there so you should sit in a room or anywhere you like your best spot and then you should write it on a paper now i write digitally because uh, you know thoughts directly come in uh, but when i was uh, uh, i started writing poetry i used to keep a notebook and all and i used to do that Right, that's awesome. And I I think that's really important for, especially for poetry, like finding that voice, your original style. Um and that was excellent advice. So I hope um that anyone wondering the same thing who's looking to get into poetry uh found found that really helpful. Uh thank you so much for talking to me today. It was it was really fun getting to talk with you. I I got the pleasure of being able to read all of your poems um because I was doing research for the episode and so I was very anxious to get to ask you all these questions about it. So thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. No, it was really great to talk you uh, talk to you. Uh thank you for having me on your show. Yay. Of course. Um and real quick before we head out, I would love to ask you one very last question. Um if the whole world was listening to you right now, what would you say? Uh I would say believe in yourself because uh many people uh have stopped doing that due to the pandemic and then social media. I think that uh, social media thing is very cliched. Some people might find it but it's not cliched it's actually that because uh, beauty uh, beauty standards are getting high and you're trying to match up with them even though they are not realistic so you shouldn't try and go with the you should accept yourself and be yourself because it's going to be really helpful for you in your life and you should be consistent in any in everything what you're doing uh, because people are there to break your confidence so if you always be who you love to be and be yourself then nobody can do anything so thanks for tuning in to this week's episode if you enjoyed it be sure to leave a rating and review and follow or subscribe on the platform you're tuning in from to see a video version of this episode and any other episode in season 3 subscribe to the bright eyed podcast on youtube for updates and more inspiring content follow at the bright eyed pod on instagram tune in next week for another inspiring interview and until then i'll talk to you soon